0: Grace watches Stargate, they made a podcast, that's an iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan, Grace is pretty new, Kaylee the Thorgie will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks, as they reference random pop culture-y things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face, there's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace.
1: Welcome to episode 54 of There's No Place I Terra, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast.
0: I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season three, episode 10, Forever Today. And uh, my AKA is chocolate walnut cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Because I may or may not have been really hungry while we watching. And I could not stop thinking about the cookies that Sam takes to Daniel.
1: (laughs) My my AKA was not like refined. It's just something about how many times do I have to tell you, Daniel? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Showery is dead. How many... No, it's hear me, go get the boy. Yeah. How many times do I have to
0: tell you? Yeah. Go through the Stargate and find AKA, the boy. AKA, you never listen to anything I say. <laughs> <You're> the worst. <laughs> I literally talk to you once every three years.
1: <laughs> um... But this first aired on October 8th, 1999, uh, written by Jonathan Glasner, directed by Peter Deluise, all the people you know. I yeah, don't yeah. actually, I didn't spot a Peter Deluise cameo on this one. I was going to say, I don't think I saw a Deluise. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't spot it, so this mm. may have been, it, there may have, it's one of those things where it may have been there just had to go on the cutting room floor. Oh, gotcha, right? yeah. Or he's like really deep in the
0: background. Yeah, he's down at Abdo somewhere, he's, you know, a dead guy. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but we get Eric Avari back as Kasuf, which basically Yay. is always a good episode. Yeah. I was it's like, like so great so tech. I'm like always happy when it comes. Something about to happen everywhere. no matter what
0: it is. Yeah. There's some, some major plot <laughs> revelations happening today. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh And Viteara Banderas back as Shari uh, slash Amonet. Oh yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, this basically, um, not to be a huge spoiler, uh, she'd be dead.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing she's dead. I mean, there's only many so many more times <laughs> Stan can wake up in a dream sequence and see her.
1: And this actually, she has a couple small roles after this, um, but she kind of makes a career change. This one. I think this pretty much wraps up her acting career, except oh, wow. for a couple small bit things. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. I right? know. I think she heads into fashion after this. Nice.
1: Um, and then we have Jason Schwartzman as Dr. Rothman. Dr. Roth.
0: Oh, <laughs> it took me a second to remember his name. Other cause, Robert Rothman. Because all I could think of was nerdy, not Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, the bearded Daniel. Yeah, bearded. Oh, well, I like that. The bearded The bearded Daniel is a good name for not a band but a club.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! It's like a drink in
0: a club. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah We're yeah. gonna go have a beer to Daniel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is like a, a like a a hipster take on an old fashioned. Oh yeah, oh totally. You yeah. know what I mean? There's some there's some barrel aged stuff in there. There's, there's a bird
0: somewhere on there. There's Can a, put bird. a bird on it. Yeah. They put the oh.
1: they, the when they put the the um. The cherry and and the the, uh, um, orange is the word I'm looking for, guys. remember that time? The stick
0: has a little bird on it. There's There's a little bird on the stick because that makes it a little hipstery thing. And it's given to you on a knit koozie or cozy. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Hand knit. Um, (laughs) I will make those. Uh, That's happening, yeah.
1: Also, uh, Michael Shanks was nominated for a Leo Award for Best Performance by Male in a Dramatic Series for this role. Uh, He did, you know, he got some acting chops up in this. Uh, He does all right. Yeah. That's all right. But yeah. No, and then the weird fun fact we learned in this is Daniel's birthday is July 8th.
0: That's pretty awesome because my birthday is July 9th and it seems very appropriate it's that our birthdays are only a are couple days other.
1: away from my dad's birthday as
0: well. <laughs> it's very appropriate. Yeah. It makes sense to me why I have this love-hate relationship <laughs> with Daniel. It's all the things I hate about myself. <laughs> I see reflected in Daniel. <laughs>
1: Um, so we are on, as we start, as we start the episode, we are on a planet freeing the Abedonians. Uh the SG teams have taken out a shit ton of Jafal over. Yay. Yeah. Uh they free the Abedonians. Kasuf goes over to Daniel and tells him that she took the boy, the son of his daughter, and Kasuf points to a tent a distance away. Daniel heads off uh and sees standing there in front of the tent is Amonet Share slash person mm-hmm. uh and meanwhile the team is fighting hard to keep their position uh and at one point just a horde of jaffa come on pouring yeah. over the hill it's,
0: uh this is a part we all die
1: and at one point it looks like jack heads over to a 50 cal melted on a map a melt that looks just pretty <laughs> badass yeah
0: that's well that's what you do you're like all the weapons i need every weapons of all the types yeah. now. <laughs> uh, Daniel points his
1: gun at Amonet like he's gonna fire it But uh, Jaffa fires at Daniel's feet He falls down and then takes way too long to reload well, his gun Well, it is
0: Daniel, the fact that he can reload it at all
1: <laughs> This is true I'm pretty proud like, of him Like, this t- is me never having touched a gun trying to reload a gun Yeah, it's is like, what um... this
0: is. <laughs> which ways uh, it's you know it's like when you put the batteries let in something you let me vaguely point it in a direction it shouldn't be pointed yeah. as you know what I mean um, and you're like ah oh, oh, crap I put it in backwards let me yeah. flip it back around it's like you know like when you put the batteries in the remote for the first yeah. time you're like ah oh, shit I did shit. the uh, uh, it's not working it's, yeah he does get his
1: shit together and shoot <laughs> the Jaffa on the other side of, of Amunet. he runs in the tent and wants to know where the boy is um, he, he is told that the boy is where you and the system lords will never find him. And mm-hmm. she, Amonet, holds up her ribbon device. Daniel falls in pain, ends up very slowly, weirdly dropping his gun <laughs> in a very unsafe way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Teal comes in and readies his staff weapon looking between Amonet and Daniel and credits. Yeah.
0: That's a huge opening scene. That's like, hey, if you weren't paying attention because you were busy looking at your phone, Grace, pay attention now. Yeah, that has, like, <laughs> all the mo- Like, the size that firefight is usually saved for the last act of right, the show. Yeah. <laughs> they spent a lot of money over those yeah, pre-credit scenes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: So as we come back, uh, Janet is shining a light into our eyes and everyone is watching us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daniel isn't sure that he remembers what happens. He sort of does. And Jack tells him that Sharae is dead. Mm -hmm. And Tealk admits that he is the one responsible. He was forced to terminate the life of Sharae. It was only done to save his life. Uh, But Daniel's like, no worries. They have a sarcophagus. She's still alive. And they're like, ah. Except that, no. Hey, bro, can I tell you something? Yeah. Uh, about that don't
0: get don't get too excited so they wheel Mm. him
1: through the base Uh, they pass Kasuf (laughs) and Daniel tries to explain to him that she'll rise again which gets his hopes up for like half a second and so Jack gets like no no
0: yeah can you no. not with the lies? How about the, not this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's enough with the false hope. So then
1: we all <laughs> live into the morgue and show Daniel Shari's body. Uh, Jack and Teal explained that they did win the day. Uh, and there. So therefore, there was no one to take her to a sarcophagus. Right. Um, and they brought Kasuf here to prepare her body, according to Abedonian tradition, but they did get to save most of the Abedonians. And Kasus like, yeah, no, seriously, that's good. Even though still people died, there's people that lived. Like, yeah. most of us came back.
0: Yeah, that's, that's gotta cool. be... What a hard line to walk, because this dude like... First of all, he won't even believe that his wife dead until he sees a body. Yeah. And then you're like, but hey, this is actually a good thing. No, we're not going to give you any time to process this. Yeah. Let us just shove more information at you. Yeah, yeah. And then here's a dead body, but this is good. <laughs> tell you why. I'm surprised he didn't just like melt, like just yeah. fall apart and be like, well, I- he does sniff <laughs> it." you a, a bit uh, and that she, you know, he was
1: getting through to her and you should have waited to fire and yeah. And That's no, probably not gonna no, be that's, no So it's like, look, I'm sorry she's dead, but you're my friend and if I had to do it again, I would do the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna risk your life on the off chance, like then I'll have to kill her and she's already killed you and that's just gonna be a yeah. mess.
0: So why yeah. Teok, I love Teok's brain. He's like, listen, no. Two dead people, one dead people, one dead lesson to the end. And and
1: you're my friend. Yeah. I mean, I like here, well, he he also, besides the logical explanation that kind of admits that, that uh, the, I think I mentioned before, the, that train moral conundrum. Yeah. Like, though, if you're faced with oh to yeah saving two you're lives doing. one of two lives and you have to save one of them and the other one's gonna die the person that you
0: know gets saved has preferential treatments yeah because ultimately you know it's about our survival and, and exactly. our friend means us that so person is part of your us. it's part of your clan is yeah, part of part your, of your team.
1: pack yeah
0: therefore you know they yeah, live they have to stick around because they matter to us yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so later on, Daniel is sending a ballpoint pen back in the infirmary when Sam walks in. Um, this is just a really touching, yeah. sweet little scene. Uh, she brought him chocolate wal- walnut cookies that Daniel loves from who knows where. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she didn't make those herself.
0: No, uh, that's, uh, Sam probably doesn't bake.
1: Well, I, w- I would give her that she made himself, except for the, it's like a paper bag. Looks that like does look like a logo on, logo on, it. on there. Yeah, yeah that's so. fair.
0: Um, she probably knows how to make, like, she the prob- one cookie. Like, she probably can bake really well. But because if you see how intensely she does anything, oh, probably is like, yeah, she would probably have this like amazing recipe, but she'd be distracted by other more yeah, exciting things. Exactly. To do. And she'd be like, oh, I'll just do that later. Baking <laughs> is a
1: science. Therefore, I believe that Sam can bake. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Daniel explains that Shaw Ray used to think that his pen was magic. And, you know, he realized how much he took for granted the ingenuity of this simple little piece of technology. And he starts to break, which causes Sam's to start to break. And as, um, you know, Daniel wonders, you know, with all this wondrous technology they have, he couldn't save her. Um, and Sam goes to leave to let Daniel sleep and he closes his eyes and he reopens them to a ribbon device back in the tent with... Looking, You see yeah. Sha Ray and her hand passes and it's, it's, you know, it's Amonet's face, but
0: you hear Sha, well, it's Shah Ray's face, but yeah. it's
1: Amonet doing it and you hear Sha Rae's voice calling for him to hear me, Daniel.
0: Right. You, you, there's clearly something more happening here. It's yeah. not just Amonet trying to kill Daniel. Exactly. There's more going on, which makes sense. If Sha Rae, you, you know, I don't give Sha Rae enough credit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's really trying here. You she's know what I mean? fighting she's, back She's Amonette. fighting really hard. I can't imagine after this point, because at this point what she's had a kid, yeah. she's been in this body for years now or however amount of time. Well. There's been a decent amount of time that she's been in this body. Yes.
1: And, you know, one thing that I wonder, and there's no answer to this in the episode. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, we have Amonette trying to, "Quote unquote," kill Daniel. Right, and we have Ray who is using this chance, this opportunity to pass this one last message on to Daniel. Mm-hmm. You know, if she has, she obviously has enough control over what's going on to pass that through, or right. to to overwrite, or to hijack part of Amunet's thoughts. Okay, is is part of this where? I mean, Amunet is trying to hide that his his her child. Right. Away from everyone to save the child from danger, sent it away to Keb. Like, a part of me is wondering if Amonet is putting part of this on as a show as well.
0: Oh, OK. If, if you know. It's like, they're almost working together to save this child.
1: Almost working together. And Amonet's like, I give no shits for this. Piece of crap person in front of you, and, and right. you shall in my head, are telling me that this is the answer. Yeah, and so fine, I'll let you tell him. Him, but I'm still going to torture gonna him. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm still going to torture him a bit. Yeah, because I
0: hate the situation. What an interesting idea to the thought that these two women are centrally talking to each other within this one body. Exactly, and so I don't know if it's necessarily give and take, but
1: it may be enough of Amunet is is like is like. I get that she's conceding a little. Exactly. So, and the reason it takes so long under that ribbon device is the time to pass that message on and. And, like, Amonet's like, I'm not going to kill him. I'm just going to poke him and wound him a bit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes
0: sense. Well, and I, I think, if anything, at least Sharae has been able to stall her long enough. Exactly. To get the information Because
1: out. it's clear that Amonet, like, the one thing that both Amonet and Sharae have in common is they're wanting this kid to be safe. Right. Right. And they're wanting to keep away from yeah. from the, the kid, rest of the Daniel. world. that want to the,
0: yeah, the kid. Yeah, <laughs> the kid, <laughs> the kid, the <once> boy, again. <laughs> the boy, Daniel. Save the boy. Save the boy. <laughs> Save the cheerleader. Save the world. <laughs>
1: um, but that's kind of the 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 thing that I, I get think in my Daniel's heads.
0: like boobs. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> boobs are talking to me. Stop <laughs> boobs. Hey, I like those boobs. Those boobs are mine. Oh crap! They're trying to kill me. <laughs>
1: um, so the next time Daniel opens his eyes, he's back in the infirmary again. Mm-hmm. But so is Ray. Yeah. She's alive. Daniel is clearly confused. Um, and apparently after Tito fired at her, they took her to the Tok'ra who moved Amunet, Probably kill Amonette. Mm-hmm. Uh Daniel was dreaming before. And as they literally only can look at each other, Jack's like, we should leave. Yeah. Uh, and and he's like, there. He looks like looks like Daniel will be fine. And Jan's like, yeah, nope, he'll be okay. Yeah, we we're should just, leave uh, them.
0: Probably pull just, the curtain around them. Yeah. We're just gonna go over here and like make a lot of really loud sounds (laughs) until we get far enough away. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, And once they leave, Shalva admits that she only came here to tell him about the boy. Mm. Uh, And she gets this very worrisome look on her face. It looks like kind of like she's farting, and then she (laughs) she's a little
0: gassy. She's
1: like trying to like silent fart.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't really work. (laughs) And then she's distortingly. I wonder if that's actually what you know some actors pull from when they're trying to make that face. I wouldn't be surprised. Some of them, like I bet, like a good, like a Chris Pratt. Oh, probably yeah. Probably is like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna make a silent fart face, and that's yeah. the face that'll get me where I need to get to. Yeah, no, yeah. I totally dig it. i have
1: been watching a lot of Friends. You know, <laughs> that's the Joey face.
0: Like, like <laughs> yeah. it's in there. Matt LeBlanc tells your secret. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens a lot. I think.
0: I dig it. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Poor Daniel. Yeah, it, it's like a hey. Just kidding. This happened, and he's and always then, hey, started in this weird it, nightmare. I mean? Yeah, shit so going it, that on. goes into this weird little hey. Just kidding. One more time. Yeah.
1: So we come back again to reality, and it's just Janet. There's no Charray, yeah. and poor Janet just is kidding like again. She's still dead. Poor Janet's just like. I mean, no. I mean, her body hasn't been taken yet. To Abydos, if that's mean, but no, you're. You're dead your your wife's dead. Your dead wife is still dead. And not here. Yeah. In the, on the she's here on the planet. Yeah.
0: Poor <laughs> Janet. She's like there's no delicate way for me to say this. I know. <laughs> you're losing your mind, dude. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um so Daniel comes into Hammond's office. He's here to tender his resignation. And um, personally, as a knitter, I like a sweater. Um, <laughs> Hammond won't accept it, but Daniel isn't military. It's a free country. Last you checked, anyway. <laughs> uh, Hammond tries to warn him against making any emotional rash decisions. Emotional
0: rash decisions, and yeah, to take see, some time. Times fast. <sighs>
1: Uh, but Daniel, Rash decisions
0: also, by the way, is been Yes.
1: Uh, but Daniel's like, look, I joined to find my wife. I found her. It didn't end well. End of story.
0: I'm done. Yeah. You know, and if you put it that way, even if... Um He's clearly in a very emotional state. Oh yeah! But when you're emotional, you rationalize things. Yeah. And so it seems so appropriate that that's his. He's like, look, I'm being totally rational. Yeah. I did this is A, and this was B, and yeah. now we're at C, and then equals by. Yeah. Gotta go now. <laughs> no, because that really was why he joined. But he I can also hold.
1: like I can also see on, on Hammond's side. He he was Hammond's point of thought. I'm sure is
0: that may have been why you joined. That's yeah. not where you're going out on missions. Well, no, and that's not why he's here. No, but, it's and, not. and that's what I'm saying. Like, in that emotional state, yes. he's forgotten that is everything his else. And everyone else yeah. is like, uh, that's like. That's, that's kind of not the truth thing. You've made up with way yeah. too many women out there for that to be you, your purpose. Yeah, you're going there. back 100 <laughs> steps right now, buddy.
1: Yeah. Um,. So as Daniel's packing up his office, Jack is calling Daniel's replacement a geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Rothman was Daniel's research assistant when he was doing his dissertation. And Jack's like, no, actually, I was calling you a geek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack just assumed that this is a temporary thing. Jack gives it about a week before Daniel's back. And he's like, because you'll miss me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, Um, and the salty, bad-tempered insults, theological arguments. Oh yeah, and, and so Jack's like, Fine, you'll miss Sam and Teal. He goes, I'll miss Sam.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. It, it seems like the appropriate thing for him to say, but listen, if you're gonna miss anybody, it's gonna be Jack.
1: It's gonna be Jack.
0: Everybody misses Jack. It's, it's like Jack. when the when the, you know, when everybody thinks that the room is fine, but it's like it's somehow extra quiet in here. I know, it's too quiet. That I hear myself missing The antagonism
1: <laughs> I miss the arguments. Uh, yeah. Um, and Jack said, so what about the excitement and the history and all that shit that goes along with it? Yeah. And Daniel explains that every time he walked through the gate, he was thinking about his wife.
0: Let's, uh, let's uh, run the lie detector on that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and every now, time.
0: <laughs> and now he's like, it's just going to be
1: some place where yeah. Hope used to be. And Daniel, Jack quotes Daniel that the SGC may be the most important human endeavor for the future of mankind. Uh, but Dania's like, well, the SGC will go on without me.
0: Yeah, the truth is there's no there's no arguing with him right now. There's no, no, no you no, really no. do just need to give him it's that It's one time. of those where,
1: like, come back in six months, yeah. had this been the actual situation going on. It's like,
0: when you come back from your dig in six months, we'll have another conversation about right, this. Right, right, yeah. You need to go away and find yourself. It almost seems like the most appropriate response in the situation was Sam's. Yeah. was like, here's, I'm going to feed you. Yep. Okay, you're eating. Okay, yeah. I love you. Got to go by. Yeah yeah, 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 Tell me when you're ready.
1: Um, so as Daniel heads down the hallway, um, Teal'c wants Daniel to hear him out. Daniel doesn't want to hear it. Teal'c asks if there's some form of human ritual in which you can ask forgiveness.
0: No. So this part really <laughs> struck me. So here's the deal. Yeah. As far as human ritual, there's probably other cultures that yes. have other rituals. But the reality is, there is no American no. ritual for uh-huh. uh, for forgiveness or apologies. I think it says a lot about who we are. I know we don't fucking apologize. No, we don't. it's there's, and again, this is coming from a communications major. This is coming from someone yeah, where, like ways <laughs> deep in midterms and finals. But it says a lot about who we are as a culture. The fact that it's it's really we are truly the most individualistic culture oh, out yeah. there. And I don't see it as negative. I'm just saying it is what it is. Yeah, Uh We do what we do because we do it. Yeah. And there's, you don't have to apologize. You just do it. And then you work it like, out later. I think yeah.
1: individual, like, again, I'm going back to the clans, pack mentality. Yeah. Individual clans type friend group circles, families probably have their own little. Well, yeah. And every, you go, yeah. You, every you, subculture had its own approach. You, you know, you, you get a beer around a campfire. Yeah. yeah, or you go fishing, or but there, you yeah, go there's out something shopping. Or there's whatever, something really but,
0: big about that. About, yeah, it just says a lot what we are. Uh, I I don't know whose quote this is, but there's the uh, yeah I use it a lot because I well because I do it, but it's easier <laughs> to get forgiveness and permission. Yeah, but ultimately you're not even asking for forgiveness. Oh, you're no. just going see I did a thing. Yeah, I did it now um, it's done. So <laughs> the consequences. Yeah, so the consequences. yeah. So yeah. we're not against dealing with consequences. Yeah. We're really not. In fact, we love consequences. We love giving them to people and all that other stuff. But we're not one for apologies. No, we're not. We're not. That's a
1: thing that happens. Um, So some other airmen helped Jack and Sam move everything back into Daniel's apartment. Mm -hmm. And so now what? Yeah. Now Daniel gets on with his life. He goes on to the most remote dig he can find, and they'll see him again at the funeral. And then he basically emotionally pushes them all out the door. Yeah. <laughs> but not before Sam gives him a hug and
0: Jack gives him a bra hug. Well, that's appropriate. Yeah. yeah it's necessary. Yeah.
1: So that night, Daniel is sleeping shirtless for some reason. Mm-hmm. He has a shirt later in the episode and wakes up. I think he's only shirtless that so we can have the implied Well, scene we need some. Up. Yeah. 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 So Daniel is sleeping and wakes up to um, the hand device again, and the back in the tent, and Sha Rae is saying, hear me, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he wakes up in the darkness, Sha Rae is there next to him in bed.
0: Yeah. That's he, what you do. Do you go with the ghost sex? I mean, let's, yeah. let's go straight to I'm the question. I'm assuming that's why he's shirtless. Strike up ghost sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's like, there's like a... I'll give it three minutes cut from this yeah that's this fair scene. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: haven't seen each other in like three yeah, I'm years thing, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but she's he's stunned he's surprised he doesn't want to question it she tells him to sleep because tomorrow he return to his travels through Chapa Eye. Uh, Dan like I know I no, don't thank you I don't yeah. need to I found you and Share says
0: that he must continue to find the boy. At this point, I feel like she should implement, like, a sigh and an eye roll. I know. Like, she said, it. <laughs> find the boy. Find the boy. <laughs> God.
1: He's also, he also, this time, she also said, you must forgive Teal'c. Mm-hmm. He did the right thing. And Dianya realizes that whatever this is, it's not real. He right. doesn't want to admit it. But I think at that point, he knows that this isn't real. But you know what? She's here now. Yeah. Whether it's real or not, this is where the ghost sex, ghost sex happens. Yeah. Right here,
0: this is where you know uh, uh, they they make pottery together. Yeah, I yep. don't know what else yep. happens in
1: ghosts. I'm sure he has a, some sort of spinning wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. can be used For that, um, but yes, and she says go back to sleep, and he does, and he wakes up again, and he's alone. No. Uh-huh. so a few days later I'm guessing a few days we're back in Abydos for Shari's funeral mm-hmm. um, Jack, Sam, Hammond and Janet are all there in dress blues there is noticeably a lack of Teal'c hmm. um, but there are other SG personnel oh, sort of lack of, of
0: Teal. I know that sounds so sad yeah. <laughs> there's other SG
1: personnel sort of standing guard on the dune top so I'm assuming like knowing Teal'c Teal'c is their like stern face staff weapon like yeah. watching over all of this shit making sure no one's no matter interrupt. how
0: angry Daniel yeah. is, that's his guy, and exactly. he's here to make sure everything goes down with honor. yes
1: So Kasuf recites um, the funerary prayers, et cetera, and Daniel takes off his shades, uh, and he's he's dressed in Abidonian robes, and he uh, recites in both English and Abidonian slash ancient Egyptian um, that he speaks for her and weighs her soul against that of a feather. Um, it, Here, in this practical sense, unlike what I'm going to talk about later, um, this seems like a formality because unless the wind's blowing, that scale is not going to be unbalanced. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless someone rigs the scale, right, right. she's clear and good, man. Yeah,
0: it's going to be all right. But
1: yeah. it makes sense because no one wants to find out at the funeral of their loved one that their loved one is damned
0: for eternity. Yeah, that their soul is heavy. and <laughs>
1: Especially and, yeah. considering if their soul is deemed unworthy and immediately gets eaten by a weird, like, hippo
0: lion thing yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah please don't eat my soul or the souls of my loved ones yeah yeah
1: basically yeah. Um, but her heart is found true and light, and so they fill her grave with sand in a fairly ingenious way I've never seen before. But, um, it was... So they laid fabric down on the sides. Oh yeah, and then you pull a fabric And up. then you have all the... You mounted all the dirt where they're standing, and then you you pull the fabric up and all the dirt falls in, and I feel I've like never I've seen, seen that. like
0: I've seen that before. Oh, I yeah. It's
1: too ingenious for it not to be a real thing somewhere. I think it's a real thing, yeah. I seen it before. <laughs> yeah. This, at least. Um, and... Uh, Because Soup has, like... Like... Because has his Eric Avari can act the shit out of things face on right here. Yeah. it's like eighty-seven emotions in his
0: face at once when he goes to turn to Well, Daniel. it's like what is it? It's like his child, his his daughter his is dead. His is dead. His people are safe, but many some of his people but did some die. have died. But now, where would he we go? And he he does he know about the boy? He must know that this boy's he, missing now. He well he comes up in the next scene in right. this weird dream sequence type thing. Yeah, but here he's
1: like. You know, he tells Daniel, I'm still burdened because, you know, you haven't heard Sharae yet. You haven't listened to my daughter. And he points back at the tent and tells Daniel to go talk to her. Right. Um, so he goes and Share is there in the same Abdonian robes and tells Daniel that, look, you must forgive Teal'c and together you have to find the boy. And Kasuf just pops out of nowhere Today. behind Daniel <laughs> um, and says that he is uh, Harsesis. He's the one who holds the secrets. Share says that he is the son of two ghouled hosts and contains all of their secrets. Before he can tell them how or what or any other information, she's pulled away again through that reality distortion. And we see Daniel back in the tent under the ribbon device, at the beginning of the episode saying, Hear me, Daniel.
0: Yeah, here's the interesting part is just okay, so here's the idea. When Shaw actually died, yeah. um he was dealing with whatever was in the the, the weapon that yeah. the tokro weapon that she had. Well it, it's a gold, weapon, gold yeah. weapon. Yeah. Um So here's here's where my brain goes. Is it really some kind of spirit of hers coming back, or is it something she implemented into his brain? That is what I think this is. Okay.
1: I think this is in the same way, it, I think it's essentially a dream or hallucination. The so, same okay, so way it's that, all
0: his subconscious yes. trying to remember the things that were shoved yes. in there. Okay.
1: I think in the same way that you can have a dream that seems like it is lasting 14 days, when yes. in reality it's like you've been asleep for 30 minutes, right. I think that this is. I think this entire episode is taking place within like half a second. Okay. This is half a second in his in his brain yeah. that Ray This is all the stuff that Ray is trying to push shoved through. shoved in there, yeah. Exactly. And I think that's why we come back to the same scene continually over and over again. Mm. I think this entire thing is essentially hallucination in his brain, his subconscious that takes place within that. Because if you notice at the end of the episode when we come back, I don't think at the beginning of the episode, and correct me if I'm wrong, I... He drops his gun. Right. We don't see the gun hit the ground. That's true. When we come back at the end of the episode, we noticeably see the gun hit the ground. I think this entire thing is taking place in the span of that gun falling.
0: Yeah, I'm totally for that. Yeah. And I think it plays off the title of the episode, the whole Forever in a Day. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely for it because yeah. that means all of this forever stuff happened. Exactly. Anyway, let's keep moving.
1: So <laughs> our our history according to Stargate yes. today is the is the the um the myth and the story of the and the practice of the Egyptian weighing of the heart. Like yeah. this is a thing. This is a real thing. So the goddess um mat mat okay m a a t. Um, is a goddess of truth, balance, order, harmony, law, justice, etc. She also regulates the stars and the seasons. And the, the concept of Mott was... Important, not just as a goddess, but it was also these principles that she represented. They were supposed to be the principles that all Egyptian citizens followed. Okay. These, you know, the, the truth and harmony and, you know, law and order and honesty and all these kind of things. Got especially it. Especially the pharaoh following these. Um, mm. So because of that, Ma was as much as an idea as, as she was a goddess. Okay. So the idea of balance and unity... Um, it is part is is with the main thing, and one of her biggest duties was the weighing of the souls. In her her hieroglyphic symbol was a big feather, okay, and she often is depicted with this big feather in her hair, which okay. is the feather that she uses
0: to weigh souls against. That makes sense if it's her main tool, she's exactly. got to carry it on her.
1: So, um, I I'm sure most people are familiar with the fact that when they mummified people they removed all their organs. Yes. They whole like giant hook through the nose thing, yeah. swish around the brain like cool. jello. Yep. Yeah. Um But actually, they didn't remove everything. They would leave the heart. Oh. Because that's where the soul was to them.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That's
1: where your essence was. That was you, and you needed that. So when you went to Duat, the underworld, you had your heart, you had your soul to be weighed against the feather. Okay. So Anubis would bring you to Osiris and Mott. And there will you would swear that you didn't commit any sin from this long list of 42 sins, which oh, wow. included standard stuff like, hey, I didn't kill people or steal grain. but yeah. down to like I didn't eavesdrop or I've never been angry without cause or raised my voice or stolen the bread of the gods or slain the God's cattle like, The way this is listed, there's no way that you didn't do one of these things.
0: I love the way that this is approached. It's almost like, when you get there, it's almost like checking in at the doctor's office. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, no, before you can see the doctor, you gotta go through the checklist. Like, no, I don't have any trouble being, no, I don't sleep fine at night. No, my legs aren't restless. Yep, yep, nope, yep. Okay, here we go. Can I go in now? Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, there's this long list. There's no way that someone didn't do something
1: (laughs) on this list. Because it's not, it's. Essentially like commandment style. I have not instead of thou shall not, I have not killed, I have not committed yeah. adultery, yeah. I have not lusted over my neighbor's wife, yeah. I have like all just huge list. Yeah. But conveniently <laughs> is what I noticed in this. There was a spell 30B. Okay. So the Book of the Dead is essentially a list of spells. Okay. okay. And it's a spell to appeal to the heart. Oh. The soul. Yeah, not to betray its owner. Gotcha. Basically, hey, go with me on this. I'm I probably lie, yeah. fibbed a little bit, uh, but I'm not actually <laughs> that here. Don't rat me out to. So not. really, it's
0: not so much. Don't do these things. It's like learn the spell. Yeah, <laughs> learn the spell. So I mean,
1: there in and, and because uh, and, and I'll mention this and I'm going to talk about the Book of a Dead a little bit in a second, mm-hmm. but. The Book of the Dead is not one book. Okay. Like essentially every every tomb, or when you're rich enough to have a Book of the Dead, was written slightly differently. Okay. So in in a, in some of them, one spell actually says, "quote Don't stand up as a witness against me." Wow. Nice. <laughs> and quote, "Do not make my name stink to the entourage who make men." Wow. That's poetic.
0: <laughs> so it's almost like. You know what? It's almost like different, like, papers that you're turning in yeah. at the end of your life. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, some of us are, like, you know, nicer writers than the others. Yeah. Some of us are like, just get the facts out. Just yeah. Just get the facts out. <laughs> the important stuff. Okay. Some of us are going to spend a little bit of time with the pros. You just sit there and be like, no, I haven't lusted. I haven't committed adultery. Shut up, heart. Listen, heart, you just stay shut your <laughs> Shut your face. Don't betray me. Go with what I like, said. Like, through your teeth, you're just like, heart. Yeah. Hold it. It's like your mom when you're having <laughs> <head> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're just are, like trying
1: not me. to die laughing or something. And you're yeah. like, hold together. And then like you're spasming because you're trying yeah. not to laugh. You're like, that's
0: <laughs> enough. That's Are we good? Are we good? And it just makes it worse as you yeah. try to hold it in more. It's like when we were little, um, When my nieces were younger, we would take them to the buffet. And I would be like, you're eight. And they'd be like, no, you're eight. You are <laughs> eight years old. You are no older than that. I'm not paying more than eight bucks for you to eat. Do you understand what I'm saying at you now? <laughs>
1: How old are you? What year were you born?
0: (laughs) Rehearse this. (laughs) Um,
1: So basically, if your soul was found to be lighter than or equal to the feather, huzzah, you get to go on to Aru, the Egyptian reed fields, the heavenly paradise, much like the Elysian fields in Greek mythology. Uh, But if your heart was too heavy... Uh, It was devoured by the goddess Amit, and your soul stayed in dwell for eternity. Um, And Amit was a demon that's like a lion-hippo-crocodile. Wow. Yeah, she was... Her depiction in hieroglyphics is much like, um, what are the demon dogs from Ghostbusters? Oh, well, they're hellhounds, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah. okay, the hellhounds from Ghostbusters Uh that, like... Were Put it this way, when I was younger, I had to make sure my closet door was sl- was closed in my yeah. room. Because let's just say it was usually a pile of clothes made up the floor. Right. And I was determined, just like the scenery throws the jacket on top of <laughs> him, I was determined if I left my door open, the demon dog from Ghostbusters would come out to get me. Nice. But that's basically what this... Mass hysteria <laughs> would happen.
0: <laughs> that's basically what this demon yeah. goddess looked like. Yeah. Uh, and she was obviously more feared than worshipped. Um, and she. I just is, always never wanted to see anything's eyes. I'm like, look, if you're hanging out yeah. in there, hang out in there. Close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Yeah. I don't want to see, you don't see me head to you. Everybody's <laughs> happy.
1: So, but this scene. Um, of the wing of the hearts mm-hmm. is actually the scene I think most people recognize from the Book of the Dead. Oh, okay. It's, it is very clear, you know, you have these giant scales, you have a heart, you have the feather, you have the demon, you have Mott, you have, you know, uh, Nubis, you have Osiris, like you have all this stuff in, in right. this, what I think is the most recognizable one, which by the way, as I mentioned earlier, the Book of the Dead isn't a sing. it's, it's like, <sighs> It's not a single book. Everyone had their own, own version of, of it. it. Okay. And then it was like, they would be slightly tweaked for your own well, it's Well, see, this is
0: before, I mean, this was well before the printing press. Yes. So yes. basically, you, it was, I imagine there was some sort of oral history of it. And yeah. You kind of made your own as and you then, went then, you, along. And then it would be tweaked as you needed to for right. your own purposes. Um, it's kind of like everybody had their own recipe book and then yeah. you could learn a recipe from someone yeah. and then you had to rewrite them. Yeah. yeah.
1: So people would commission them from scribes in preparation for their own funeral, or someone really close to them, mm-hmm. but they were expensive. So not right. everyone got one. Um, close to half of the annual pay for a laborer. Wow, was the cost of of a low end. using a pre-used papyrus type thing. Oh, wow. Um, And actually, and I can imagine these pre-used papyrus and some were actually made, um, like pre-made and just basically had spaces to drop your name in.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: It was like a pre-made thing and you just pick which one you want off the shelf and they put the name in.
0: That's smart Um, business. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Um, But when they, you know, when they were first discovered, like Middle Ages, Mm -hmm. no one could read them. Because Because they they haven't... Yeah, they hadn't been able to decipher hieroglyphics yet, but they were found in tombs and so they were found and revered in tombs this place of honor and so they were assumed that they were a religious text.
0: So the, naturally yeah.
1: they thought it was the Egyptian equivalent of the Bible or the Quran oh, okay. or something.
0: I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Where yeah. you would be led down that exactly. path. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, and they were first translated in 1840 or published translation in 1842 by Carl Richard Lepsis. Oh,
0: yeah, that sounds right. Lepsis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's I kind of like I've never really been that interested, and now I want to see one. Yeah, now I'm like really interested in like, well, what does that look like now? <laughs> it's, it's
1: actually they're these huge long scrolls, and some of them you you can tell like it is rudimentary taped together oh, the wow. papyrus yeah. to make this long scroll. It's 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 interesting, but they're ab- they're oh. stunningly beautiful, especially the. The, the ones that were made for pharaohs and for the high ranking. Well, like, yeah I mean they are just beautiful beautiful works of art like yeah. super detailed like stunning um but you know now with uh, he's finally starting to get so Daniel's finally starting to get the point of so there's a boy
0: yeah so that now you you that we're actually burying Sharay and, yeah. and, and doing all these things he's like okay I guess I have to admit that she's not here anymore I think now he can actually hear it.
1: Yeah. And I wonder, like, how this is going to... Moving forward after this episode, how this
0: is going to change
1: his personal mission.
0: Well, here's the interesting part. You know, it's, it's basically... His wife's illegitimate kid. Yeah. Yeah, He's got to be like, hey, um, I'm not your dad, but I was married to your mom. I'm
1: kind of your stepmom.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or stepdad. I'm your stepdad, and I'm here to save you. And this kid's going to be like, who the hell are you? Exactly. But that's kind of how I see it. It's like this new little adventure with this non-family. Yeah, this will be interesting.
1: So Janu makes back up his bed in his apartment, this time with a shirt on, Mm -hmm. uh, and dials and calls into the SGC asking for Sam. Uh, in the gate room, SG-1 is coming back uh, with Rothman and Hammond and Daniel are, like, waiting for him. Mm. He he talks to, wants to talk to Sam alone, and Jack needs to talk to and looks back at Rothman. Hammond, I need to talk to you alone, too.
0: Yeah, I want to <laughs> do a thing alone. I do alone things, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can guess the topic. Yeah.
1: Uh, and after they leave, Daniel reassures Rothman that Jack is just intimidated by him because he's way smarter than
0: he no, is. No, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and if Rothman believes that, then he's dumber than yeah. I thought.
1: <laughs> um And Teal greets Daniel as he leaves, and Daniel stops and tells Teal that you know he you did the right thing. And Teal just nods without even
0: looking at Daniel. Yeah. And walks on. He's like, "Well, I think when Teal's probably confused. He's like, well, I know I did the right thing. Yeah. That's not what I was so asking. Took you this long to realize part. that pun? Yeah." Yeah, I was just wrong. I just didn't want you to be mad at me anymore. Yeah. Are you so mad at me? No? Okay, cool. I'm okay. So, um, when
1: it's just <laughs> Daniel and Sam, he, he asked her about how much they know about the hand devices. And, you know, they're, they're sort of controlled by amplification, like control, thought control amplification with emotion mixed in. And there's a connection with the mind for sure. Mm-hmm. He's like, So it's possible, Daniel theorizes, that you could send a thought through it. And Sam's like, Well, yeah, but as far as we know, they're designed to kill. Yeah. Daniel's like, but it could do both. She's like, "Yeah, sure, I guess." Yeah, I uh, like,
0: a, you know, she's she's kind of game to have this conversation at first until she realized how much hope he's holding onto yeah, this. Exactly. And then she's like, "Hey, wait a minute, these are killing devices. I don't, I don't know where you're going with this." Yeah, but I don't want to encourage it. They're they're killing devices. <laughs> and Daniel's
1: pretty sure the chauvre is trying to send a message through to yeah. him. He's just not sure what. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not How sure do you not what? Know what? How do you not know what? <laughs> she has recited three things multiple times. Don't you speak
0: like every language in the Listen world? Listen to you... me.
1: Find the boy. Forgive Teal and rescue the cheerleader. Like come Oscar, on. Yeah.
0: Find the boy. For you know, for someone whose whose main job is to communicate He's a shitty he's listener. He's a real shitty listener. He's real
1: shitty at picking up the fucking pieces. So back at Dana's apartment, Jack and kasuf are waiting for him, and since Jack got sick of waiting in the hall uh Daniel's gonna need a new lock. <laughs> I'm
0: waiting for a scene where Share shows up. And like charades at him. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, three words. Number one, find. Sounds like. Sounds like. <laughs> and she's like, do you get it now? Do you get it now? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um,
1: and Kasuf is disturbed at the news that Daniel will no longer be part of the SGC tribe and won't be going through the Chapa'i. Oh. It gives his peop- the people of Abydos great security. securities out there among the gods protecting them. And Daniel basically gives him the same rationale he gave Hammond of why his mission is done. But Kasuf's like, well, you're an idiot. You're, my daughter wishes you to travel among the guys. Right. Yeah, to find the boy. Remember that time? She told me my, herself. And he's like, you can go ask her yourself if you want to. Just go through your bedroom door.
0: Yeah, that's not weird. No. You're not dreaming at all. So
1: he goes through his bedroom door and is <laughs> then on the planet from the start of the episode. Yeah. huh. <laughs> Um, and Shelray is is in the almanette dress
0: from the start of the episode mm-hmm. as
1: well, calling to him the same tent. And once he walk in, he's back under the hand device. And you know, hear yeah. me, come to me, Daniel. Hear me, Daniel.
0: Yeah. Also find the boy.
1: And Daniel <laughs> wakes up in his apartment again and gets up on the opposite side of the bed. Like he doesn't roll yeah. towards the side he's on. He rolls to the other side. Just the thing I noticed.
0: Yeah. Well, because he's weird.
1: Yeah. yeah. So he goes and visits Teal'c, who is Kel'no
0: Reaming. Uh, and ask. <laughs> what, I like that. I'm killing the reaming. Get out! Get out of here, mom! I'm killing reaming.
1: reaming. <laughs> uh, and he asks, "What happens when two hosts have a child? It looks like it's punishable by death
0: because that child <laughs> would contain all of the knowledge of the ghoul yeah. via genetic memory. Ding, ding, ding! Does this spark anything in you? Maybe yeah. like you should go find this boy. Yeah.
1: Uh, the child would be called Harsesis. These children are basically hunted down and destroyed. Mm. And Teal is happy that Daniel once again values his knowledge. Um, and according to the wiki, I'm going to trust them on this, the okay. Stargate wiki, um, this is only one of like two times in the series that Teal calls him just Daniel and not Daniel
0: Jackson. Oh. Which
1: makes sense because it's a giant dream sequence.
0: Oh, you're right. If we're, That's right because he did go through that weird door and we're yeah. still in that weird door. Yeah. The weird door. The weird <laughs> that's the name of my new book. <laughs> <laughs> my new sci-fi short fiction, um, <laughs>
1: and that's why I like my my to me in my head because this is all a dream to him a hallucination yeah he's going through the same hard cuts as we are oh yeah like it's not like it took. He's been lived through three days before Shah Rai's wedding. He just like jump cuts. Everywhere. No, I,
0: I I like that because that is kind of how dreams work. You're like, yeah. okay, now I'm here, and then randomly I'm here yep. in another completely different place. So
1: genetic memory, a very short science ish, according to Stargate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really sure how this type of genetic memory would work, mm-hmm. um, because. It's your DNA that gets passed. Right. And your living memories in the terms of that we think of memory Mm -hmm. can't really be passed. So... I can imagine it's more that the child would get the mother's memories in vitro somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the same, like, somehow because there's a symbiote and make some science shit up, you share all the blood and somehow... Well, I think it's the idea... Yeah, mind meld with each other
0: or something. Yeah, it's something similar to what I imagine Sam experienced with Jolinar. Like, there's clearly something non-human about the way this he's getting these memories. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so that's kind of what I would imagine they're thinking of this genetic memory as yeah. not
0: necessarily well, DNA Well, the thing is because you can't see any other physical being yes that's it's it's somehow it you know maybe it's hiding inside your genes maybe and, it's, it's and I'm like there. I don't know
1: how you'd get the fathers as well but it it makes sense that because they don't we'll see under- when a mommy
0: and a daddy love each other it <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't necessarily
1: sometimes they gloss over as in in a I don't want to say magic but they gloss over some signs if they don't have the science to understand that this is just the mother's memories they could yeah. assume that because they got stuff from both people mm-hmm. they get the memories from both people where in reality this might just be the mother's memories
0: Well, I, I imagine it's you know, they're not allowed to procreate. So we don't actually know that the gold can procreate. Maybe they can. Maybe this is how they do it. Maybe it's some sort of weird No,
1: remember we saw the 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 uh, shrimp tank from Oh that's true. Yeah.
0: So there was it where you can just kinda hatch them?
1: Yeah, it's like a it's oh, true. Yeah.
0: Huh. I it's don't like know. a
1: Queen Bee fashion. Yeah. So that's why the gold reproduced that way and just find new hosts. So this yeah. is the actual hosts procreating that yeah. is forbidden.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Well, I wonder what happens when two um, two gold come in contact like that. That's what this is the only yeah. ton, This is the only uh, This is the only instance of it that we've ever. Well, this is this
1: is the rumor. Like there have been yeah. instances in the past, but they're just killed.
0: Yeah, because I bet they, there's something available yeah. here. If they if they grow as quickly as they do, as they learn as quickly as they do, but there's some sort of evolutionary thing that could happen. We mean when you grow get the change as quickly. Well, not grow, but like understand or, or they can change. I mean, they're not human. Maybe they're like We're evolution. Are talking
1: about the gold again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not the people themselves. Yeah. Just the gold. So we don't know what their little evolutionary process could be. Yeah, and be. we, don't, like, know how long, we yeah. don't know
1: how long it takes for them to be hatched in right. Hathor's Tub to actually be able to be old enough to be implanted in a jafar and then implanted in in a host. Yeah. I mean that could
0: be the same. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is this can open a brand new like branch of things of like, hey, yeah. now this is what happens when you get gold this way. Like, yeah. What if this little kid's got a little baby gold in there? I don't think that's true. Oh, but what if you're saying what I'm saying? You're yeah. saying
1: when the two hosts procreated, yep. there was a there's a new gold as yeah, well. Okay. That's what I'm wondering. Gotcha.
0: I, I don't. Know Know that that's happened and i have no idea how that science would work but that's why it's science fiction we're not really focusing on science much right now yeah anyway i just like the idea that that could open a brand new line of things
1: yeah that would be really that would be really interesting <laughs> um but there
0: is in science there is a genetic
1: memory that that okay. is talked about oh, cool. um and it is it's but it's not something that's passed on generation to generation the way we think of it. Okay. It's something that is uh, more cell generation to generation. Okay. Um, It's passed on via mitosis. It's like one of them commonly is like an Immunological memory. Okay. Got that word out. Yeah. Um, But it's how immune systems continually recognize pathogens. It's it's like it keeps a memory of the learning process. It's, you know, if that's needed for vaccines to work. Right, right. So your cells inside of you can. Can, like, w- through the copy machine, they will mm-hmm. remember some pathogens, they'll remember some antigens. So like as that. they're
0: building, then you guys are like, hey, this is the stuff we've yes. figured out so far. But
1: it's not going to be as in, if you have a kid, then your kid has... Their cells have
0: that. Right. They have to start from scratch. Exactly.
1: I gotcha. Um, And plants that have a version of this as well, there's apparently, um, one instance is like a genetic memory of winter. So the flowers will remember that after a long exposure to cold, that's when you flower and make buds. Yeah. And that's not passed on to new generations. Like each plant has to acquire that knowledge itself.
0: Okay. Yeah. Again, they have to start at square one. Yeah. Figure it out. So there's,
1: and then there was more information about, um. Um, something called uh, genomic imprinting Um, and this I couldn't completely follow along with This is um, not my corner of science. Okay. So reading about this, I could understand it enough, but I couldn't understand it enough in order to pass it on and and share it. Uh, But if you have any interest, seriously look this up. It is really interesting. It's just biology is not my corner of science field. Uh,
0: Genomic imprinting. Yeah. Genomic. uh, genomic, G-N-O-M-I-C. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm um, going to check that out. It's like I said, it's actually really it's
1: really interesting um and there's other there's other parts of it that sort of um talk about how your cells can basically in your DNA have have like show part of the evolution evolutionary history. Okay. Um it's the same way that we have dormant um DNA Okay. And like these remnants in their system, so huh. there is a sort of um, genetic memory, sort of in that. So
0: there's stuff hiding out in there, but it's yeah. not really accessed. Exactly. Okay.
1: Um, so there is a genetic memory. It's just not in real life. It's not as cool as they are uh, pretending cool. it is in Stargate. Got it. <laughs> so back in Hammond's office. Holy Jack, molly, Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Is complaining about Rothman when Daniel walks in. Deja vu. Yeah. Deja vu. <laughs> Deja vu? <laughs> and Daniel informs Jack that Rothman was a two time decathlon champion in college, which Jack doesn't believe, but undermines his argument to Hammond about having two left feet. <laughs> um, but Rothman can get out of SG1, but only if Daniel wants would reconsider. Right. He's like, okay. Okay, I reconsidered. <laughs> like, Good, so Rothman's gone, and I'm sorry, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He Daniel's was letting, so focused on getting Rothman out of there. I know. Then he was like, sweet. Wait, come again for me, yeah. punch? <laughs> Uh And
1: Daniel's like, look, I gave it some thought. I want to come back. Mm. He's like, can I ask why? Um, I feel like at that point, you shouldn't. Yeah, don't. Because you're like, just, look, he's already said yes. Don't look yes. to get personal. I even,
0: exactly what I'm thinking.
1: Um, and Dan is like, look, I'm not really sure, but he thinks there's something out there that still has to find. Mm. And Jack's like, see, I missed that. I have no clue what that means, but I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, Hammond hasn't put his resignation, pa- resignation papers in just yet.
0: That's because Hammond is a lot cooler than Jack and knows how to play yes. it cool. And he's like, oh, OK, you want to go? OK, bye. Yeah,
1: these would be my uh, out- yeah, for about a and couple weeks. And he's like, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> so in the gate
1: room, Jack calls uh, calls out to Bruce Jenner to sit this one out, <laughs> um, which, yes, in case you don't remember, oh, yeah. before she became famous for marrying Kardashian and her transition into Caitlyn Jenner, uh, she Jenner on- won the gold medal in the men's decathlon in 1976.
0: Yeah, she w- he was on a movies box. Yeah, shit, we did
1: like yeah, shit, badass, yeah. like high level international athlete training, yeah. and um, yeah, I I heard the story, and I don't know if. If she was the first, or if she was like became a thing after she did, but she was the first one to really go grab the flag and do a little victory lap oh, wow. with a flag around her shoulders. Yeah. America. Miracle. <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just like that call out too. Yeah, it's so, it's
0: so foreign now to hear that. It is because, yeah.
1: like, for some reason, Like now known for marrying Kardashian and not for winning a gold medal at decathlon. Yeah, you know, I think I'd want
0: to be known for winning a gold medal. Exactly! (laughs) But that's me. Yeah, that's
1: just me.
0: But I just like how that is a reference that wouldn't work anymore. Oh, gosh, yeah, that would not work at all. If anything, all you would do now, you start wondering about the Kardashians, and they're like, why is that still a thing that I need to wonder about?
1: Yeah, it would, um, I'm trying to, um, because my brain um, my brain just le- like left and right now instead you would go by and I'm trying to to uh, find the delay. well because he's badass and he's won like two in a row and I love him and uh, and I'm just Is it Usain Bolt? No! no. He doesn't do decathlon no, he's I don't know sprinting. anything he's that's
0: right he's a runner
1: he's a sprinting it's um blank for it blank for it blank
0: for it all I know is Laurie Hernandez is the cutest thing in the world and you should watch her on Dancing with the stars cuz it's fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um it's it's
0: uh is it actually Newton? I don't know. Um <laughs> Hey, this is the time of the show where Nixie looks something up and finds us uh, a decathlon winner. So I'm going to entertain (laughs) you guys. Because for some reason, my uh, skills have died. With a countdown of Gilmore Girls, I just want y'all to know that it's less than 30 days away now. So you need to be practicing. I'm pretty sure it's Ash
1: Neaton, guys. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's Ashton Eaton uh, because he's bad at... Yes.
0: If you're right. Yes. uh, Ashton Eaton, guys.
1: I'm like, I see his face because he's the same one that he he also,
0: like, won in, in London. To be fair, I may not know it if you said Ashton Eaton. Okay. But that's Okay. It's Ash Neaton. Basically, the reference would no longer work. What an interesting time it was in the nineties. Yeah, and you could because, say because again, like Bruce Jenner. you can
1: say Ash Neaton and people wouldn't get it. Yeah, this guy's like unprecedented. No one wins two decathlon in the Olympics four years apart from each That shit doesn't happen. Yeah,
0: and like, guys, our expectation expectations are too high. I know. <laughs> I know. Be nice to that. Please. I was like, I can see his face. I just like this name because he's married to
1: the heptathlon, and I can't remember if she won, but, like, married to another, like, flat-out all-star Olympic, yeah. all-around, badass athlete. It's
0: okay, guys. It's all over my head, too. Okay.
1: <laughs> Anyways, Rothman is replaced on the team Aww. because Jack's intimidated by his intelligence. He's not really sure where the confusion is here. Um, but he's replaced by Danny, and everyone's happy. And they stand reunited in front of the gate in a hero shot as the date starts to dial.
0: And then you hear the Olympic music. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, bum.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, and they arrive then at a planet with some super sketchy color grading yeah, going no, that's on. That's not uh, normal. That's not okay. okay. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> it's Mrs. as usual. The UAV didn't show any big signs of civilization. So Daniel goes to look for little signs, itsy bitsy artifacts. Uh, when suddenly Daniel just dials at the gate and runs around before you can see the address. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Um, he heads back to the planet with the tent. He walks in and sees the burn mark on the floor where Sharae died. And Sharae appears behind him saying that, you know, you're finally here. Yeah. Jeez. Jesus. How long is it going to take? Yeah. I'm
0: um, tired of waiting. My soul wants to leave.
1: And he's like, look, you're the only one that can save the boy. She tells him that Amunet took the Ebedonians as a show. So heru would not know her true goal. Mm-hmm. She sent the boy into hiding with her closest aide and she starts to get, like, pulled out through reality again, but she fights to stay in place. Mm-hmm. He's hidden on Keb. Daniel knows it. It's a mythical place where Osiris hid from Seth. Um, and Shoei's like, no, it's not a myth. Uh, and instead of saying where she is, she makes him promise to save the child. And they kiss. And as they kiss, it's turned back into the same moment with the ribbon device. His gun falls from his hand. Hits the ground um, from the start of the show. Teal clicks between them, fires on Amonet. Amonet falls. Daniel falls next to her. Amonet dies, and only Ray is left. Oh. And her last words are, I love you, Daniel, and she dies. And Teal knicks, kneels and apologizes, and Daniel, without hesitation, tells him that he did the right thing. Um, Sam and Jack show up, and Daniel says his goodbyes to Ray, He loves her, too, and may fade out with an overhead shot of the scene.
0: Oh, sometimes
1: just as a note, I'm pretty sure Kev is made up for the series. Oh
0: really? Yeah. Interesting. Um okay, I love this episode. It's so good. This is great aside from all the sidetracks we did, I absolutely love this so episode. Good. I love the play that this is all happening in Daniel's brain. Mm-hmm. I love that, love that, love that. There's some you know, it's a little bit uh Share was getting a little bit heavy to carry yeah. as far as the character goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this was important. Um I think we needed to give Daniel another incentive to stick around. Mm -hmm. We needed to give him a little more free will if he's going to go Daniel it up out there too with the ladies. Um, At some point, the I'm looking for my wife thing gets a little long. It's like, look, at this point, dude, you should have just gotten Liam Neeson to go find your wife. Yeah. And then you could have been done. Exactly. Um, But I absolutely love (laughs) this. I also, I'm anticipating the day that he actually finds his kid. Because there's got to be more than just like, hey, we found the kid and we saved the world. There's, there's, there's something there. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if it's resentment or if it's, uh, yeah, animosity. There's also going to be how long is it going to take him to find this kid? It took him three seasons to find his wife finally. That'll be interesting too. It's just, I'm I'm really, really looking forward to this. I really love, I love a good Daniel storyline. Yeah. No surprise. This goes into my number one spot.
1: Okay. (laughs) Let's get over to rankings. Yay. Um, (laughs)
0: And, uh, season three, number one. So everybody just gets shoved down. Um, it's, uh, so for me, it becomes Forever and a Day, uh, Point of View. Rules uh, of
1: Engagement is out.
0: Rules of Engagement is out. Yeah.
1: For mine, uh, see, (laughs) I'm actually going to knock number four off my list. Number four was Seth, but my my number five was Legacy. Oh, I, I still want to keep Legacy in here but Forever in a Day is my top one Yay! as well um, and then let me just double check we have no Indeeds for this episode that makes sense okay Um, and we don't have any for crying out loud
0: no because it's a Daniel-centric episode nobody gets yeah. any of their fun lines in yeah that's probably why we don't get a Peter DeLuise cameo too, I'm sure.
1: Like I said, I have a hunch it may have been in there and it just got cut. Yeah, that's fair. like I'm sure if he's gonna cut, he's like just He's like cut just me.
0: cut this line. Yeah, just yeah. cut this right here. Yeah.
1: Um so next week we're coming up and it's an episode called Past
0: and Present. Interesting. Yeah, I'm really hoping we get more of the story. That's what I'm really hoping for, and I know you're not going to tell me. Nope. But that's really, really, really what I want. If that doesn't happen next week, guys, I may be okay. A little here's bit sad. the thing:
1: I will tell you though.
0: Okay. Now, if you think about this,
1: this show, right, when you have a mythology episode like this. That's fair. We okay. We bounce back and forth between one-offs of mythology. Yeah. So they don't always just dive right into the thing. That's so, fair.
0: So maybe we won't see anything more until the end of the... Sea. Okay, I'm prepared. Okay. I'm prepared. So I've expectations. I just my want to prepare you
1: because I do really like this episode and I think you will really like this okay. episode, but I don't want you to be... to. No have a
0: bias chance. against it <laughs> just in case we don't immediately go find the boy. Okay, fine. Okay, it's fine. We won't find the cheerleader or save the yes. world. We're not going to find the cheerleader or save the world, but it's fine. However, guys, in case you can guess,
1: I do have a short future according to Stargate spoiler <laughs> section at the end of this podcast. <laughs> stay
0: tuned, everybody. Unless you're someone like Grace and has not seen any past this. Don't stay tuned, you Don't body. stay tuned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Guys, I think that's it and yeah. for the week um, you know how to find us we're on Twitter at Tara Podcast and you can find us on Facebook as There's No Place Like Tara you can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com um, and again please rate and review us on
1: iTunes we absolutely love everyone who's done that it, yes. we read all of them really we take them to heart They and,
0: and if anybody out there can explain genomic imprinting that would be awesome yes because <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun to learn about <laughs> so Um, until
1: next week and we're looking at past and present I'm in bye bye And do that. Welcome to the spoiler section for um Forever in a Day. This, you know, it's interesting how much this was retconned, how much they had sort of planned for the future when they wrote this episode, because I think they just opened themselves a door, and then when they got through the door, they figured out all the stuff they could do on the other side of the door. Um You know, the effect that Ray has when she is um, being pulled out of the dream or the hallucination is basically very similar for when, uh, you know, an ascended agent or something is is meddling in affairs and pulling someone out. So I think I I wonder, I'm pretty sure I know they had to have been like, oh, well, that makes sense. Let's just use that effect again. (laughs) Um but uh but the harsesis, Shifu, as we come to find his name is you know, listening to Grace and this huge wonderful possibility this could have been this big open plot line and and all this kind of stuff, they don't we don't do that clearly, it's kind of a bummer, <laughs> we just um. When we find Oma Sala and Keb, we don't even we don't even meet the child. Then we don't meet the child till he arrives on Abydos in the tornado, um, and he ascends in that same episode. Like it's almost like he's a, a too big of an ex do machina or something like this because they just kind of write him off as soon as he comes around, which is kind of a bummer, because I really do think that that could have been really interesting. I, I do think that, you know, as a science fiction, you could have found a way to age him up to being, you know, a, a teenager, a young adult, or some of this, and had much more of a plotline with him. But I think once we finally got to that, they just maybe didn't know what to do with him. And so they just wrote him up, because he... You know, it's a fairly big buildup in this episode for a plot line that kind of goes nowhere. Or I should say a plot line that ends up going in a complete opposite direction. Because we do start the whole Ascension storyline because of searching the arrival on Keb and, you know, talking to Oma De Sala. But it is you do at this point really want the harsesis to be something and the harsesis kind of isn't <laughs> besides another really good episode later this season that has a lot of philosophy and morality and uh grace will like that one as well uh because we kind of know what style of episode she likes um But I give them mass credit. It's science fiction, and in science fiction, the rule is no one ever dies, especially when you're in a show that has a built-in bring-people-back-from-the-dead trope. Um, But Sharae is dead. I think it's a great shake-up for Daniel's character. Um, You know, we we watched um, Past and Present already right after we saw this, and, you know, it doesn't take Daniel long to get over Sharae, but... (laughs) if you remember that episode um but no I give a ma- like major credit for killing off a character you know I feel that's it's too the, the the um chance to somehow bring her back is too tempting sometimes or bring any character like that back it's too tempting sometimes when you need the shock value for a season end or something like this but Shari's dead it's done it's nice uh, Nice finality to it. Um, and also, I, I don't think it's been a mystery if you've listened to me that I'm a huge knitting fan. So the fact that this is this oatmeal sweater is, I'm pretty sure, the exact same one that the character wears in Abyss um, is lovely to me. I would like to make this sweater. But there's also, you know, while... Abyss isn't illusion. He he's uh, an illusion, sorry, a hallucination. It he's he's ascending he comes back. You know, there's the question of is Jack someone hallucinating in that and I still find it interesting considering we have a a dream illusion here and an abyss is kind of questioning what reality is and you have the same sweater that that means I'm sure there's no connection that is complete coincidence I'm sure however I like that fact Uh, so um, I don't really want to go into a whole line of the ascended beings and and ascension here because we'll get to that soon enough Um, and Oma kind of I really wanted to like Oma Dazala she's not my favorite She's kind of cryptic. I much more prefer uh, uh, Morgan Le Fay as an ascended being as we come to her much, 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 much later. Um, and then I also, this is a callback to a couple episodes ago to a tangent cast. I just haven't had a spoiler cast to talk about it. Um, but if if you listen to the spoiler cast in which Boyfriend Jesse and Grace talked about the um, Stargate our main cast and where they would be in Dungeons and Dragons lore. As they're discussing this, the the urge that I wanted to just talk about Vala and like bring up this character and where Vala would be placed is I I need once we meet Vala like more than just the one episode she guest stars when she finally starts becoming part of the actual cast. I want to go back to that so badly because. <laughs> Hearing them discuss and try to figure out where to place Vala would make my day. So, <laughs> because I know Grace is going to love Vala because, you know, it's Vala. How could you not? So, alrighty. And Claudia Black, you're awesome. Uh, so, we'll be back next week, past and present. It's a fun episode. Alrighty. Bye.